Today, we're going to talk about how you can break the COVID bad habits. Are you ready? Because it's time. You're listening to the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast, part of the TCD Podcast Network. Hey, heroes, my name is Tom Pounder, and this is the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast. This is the podcast where I bring on ministry leaders, and we talk about how you can do ministry more effectively in this very digital and online world. And we are no strangers to bad habits that we've developed over COVID. Listen, COVID started two years ago, and we've developed a ton of bad habits, and it's breaking those bad habits that have been really hard. Me in particular, I've had a hard time breaking the COVID bad habits that I developed. And so I brought my friend Corey Sullivan on. Corey's a great friend of the podcast. He's been on a number of times. And we're going to talk about how you can break those COVID bad habits and restore your mental health a little bit. Again, I'm no mental health expert, but I do know that I developed some really bad habits over COVID and I need to break them. So Corey and I discuss a few tips and tricks that you can do to help break your COVID bad habits today. But before we do that, I do want to just highlight the Church Digital. At the Church Digital, we have a ton of great coaching, cohorts, podcasts, and blogs that will encourage you in your life and in your ministry. So if you've never checked out the church.digital, go there now. I've got the links in the show notes below. So we would love for you to connect with the Church Digital today. All right, so we're getting ready to get into the interview right now with Corey Sullivan. But before we do that, I do want to highlight this interview took place not just a few weeks ago, but a few months ago. I want to see if you know, based on the discussion Corey and I have, when this conversation happened. If you know, definitely hit me up on Twitter at TA Pounder or uh, email me or you can just put in the comment section. I would love for you to see when this uh, conversation took place and what the outcome of that conversation was uh, for the rest of the year for that particular topic. All right, so now, without any further ado, let's get in the conversation right now with Corey Sullivan. All right, with me right now is my good buddy, the one and only Corey Sullivan. Hey, how you doing, Tom? Good, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm always excited to get on a podcast uh, and hang out and just share some thoughts. And um, you called me buddy. I didn't know how I felt about it at first, just to be honest with you. And the first thing I thought of was, I ain't your buddy, pal. And there's an old TV show that goes back and forth uh, with that. I was thinking of that gift from uh, Burt Reynolds and Smokey the Bandit when it's like, 10-4, good buddy. Like, you're my good buddy. Like, no. <laughs> So yeah, well we are we are good buddies. It's just odd that you you called me that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, I won't call you buddy ever again. So just you know you don't have to. Worry okay. About. Good. 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 Yeah. So man, how's it going, dude? Good. I'm actually uh, today's a weird day. I'm going on like two hours of sleep. Like it was like a weird night last night where I just couldn't sleep. Wow. Uh, but then at the same time, the Buffalo Bills um, crushed the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and so it's a good, it's a good day. You know, I'm a Bills fan, so we've seen some bad days and I think this is a big hurdle for us as a football team. And I'm not going to rub it into a certain friend's face, um, <laughs> until we actually win the Super Bowl, and then it's going to get rubbed in his face. I wonder whose friend that is. I don't know who that person might be. I wonder if he's listening. His, right. name, his name's Stan. <laughs> I think he's been on the podcast a little bit too. Dan's been on the podcast. He's definitely been on the podcast and he's been our friend. And again, at the time of this recording, the Bills record is what? What is it right now? 
three and one? No, no four I think and one. Four, four, four and one. Yeah, four. four because one. the Cowboys are four and one right now. So it's like one of those things. The, Cow- the Cowboys are a good team. I wouldn't mind a Cowboys Bills uh, Super Bowl. That would be one for like the 90s. You yeah. have to bring back all the 90 graphics for that one. Yeah, when the Cowboys won it back to back against the Bills. That's great. Yes, yeah, yeah, it happened. All right. So Moving people, on now. When you're when you're listening to this and down the road, it's going to be a few weeks down the road. We'll have to update and see what the record is of the Bills at that point. It's four and yeah. one, and, and, and man, they <laughs> look good. They they do look good. And uh, you mentioned that people might be seeing the video recording of this, and it's just so everyone knows, I'm just sitting in my truck. I'm not driving my truck. That'd be completely unsafe. Uh, don't zoom and drive, people. Don't zoom and drive. Don't zoom and drive. That's good. Well, Corey, I'm glad you're back on the podcast. And I actually like to talk to you about these kind of topics because even though you and I both have a student ministry background, what we're going to talk about uh, involves uh, more than just a student ministry thing. It involves all of us, whether you're a minister or not, but it really applies to us as ministry people because We've gotten into a lot of bad habits, um, and this is a work-related thing. Um, we, at the very beginning of COVID, we went all in, gangbusters, going crazy. We, a lot of us had to learn how to do online ministry for the very first time, and because of that, it became all-consuming. There was so much that we were doing, and we were working insane amount of hours and whatnot, but right now, at this time, we are a year and a half out of that beginning part, and we're still working insane amount of hours. We're still doing things that we can't do. Like for me, for instance, me, yeah, I, I wake up in the morning and I'm on my computer and I'm doing stuff. Um, I'm doing work. I have a little breakfast, have a little lunch, have a little dinner, and I keep on working. And a lot of times I work until 9, 10 o'clock at night only to go to sleep to come back and keep on working. So we've developed some unhealthy habits. Um, And so Corey, let's talk a little bit about our mental health. Let's talk about how we know when we're doing well and how we know when we're not doing well. So just kind of, let's get this conversation going. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I think definitely, you know, you're doing well just on your mood, right? Like your mood's going to be positive. You're going to be excited to get out of bed. You're going to be excited to engage the world around you. Um, You're going to engage in the activities that you love, right? Like outside of work, right? Like get a hobby if that's you, right? Like we got to engage in the things that bring us life, um, not just in toil, right? Um, And so I think you know you're doing well. Some signs of, hey, I've maintained some of those other activities that keep me staying positive, right? My mood is pretty um positive that's that you're gonna have bad days or frustrating days or sad days but overall the trend is that like you're doing well the yeah. the secret question to ask is like your spouse or someone that's close to you like a roommate or a close friend and say like and ask them like hey how are you doing because if you're close to them you're going to see some parallels especially with a spouse right you're living together you're married now they're not doing well chances are you're not doing super awesome either even though you might think you are right? Like something else might be off as well. So asking some of those questions and just the opposite, like, you know, you're unwell by missing some of that stuff, right? You're sleeping in longer, you're missing deadlines, your lack of, you know, care for certain activities. You're not doing the things that brought you joy anymore. You don't have good routines and good habits, right? So you're, 
you know, your house is cluttered, your the food you're eating is all takeout, right? And um and it just doesn't like clear, you know, I, I always say like a cluttered house is a cluttered mind, right? It doesn't bring about the focus that we need in some things. Um and so that's how we kind of know that things aren't going well. We and here's the thing is it's all individual. Like I can say here's some general themes or thoughts, but like I would if I were to talk to you, Tom, about how I knew you were doing well, right, is I would know, one, the Cowboys are winning, right, and you're doing well. I would know um, that you're doing well because all your your kids are doing well and that they're safe, and so you're doing well. I would know you're doing well because I'd ask how work is going, and you're being, you would say, like, I have some really, pretty good, exciting projects that I'm excited about, yeah. right? And I would start knowing that you're doing well. I would know you would not be doing well, right? For some of those opposite things. Hey, I'm burdened by like being stressed out at work or, you know, my, like this is happening in my family life. This is like happening in some of my, I haven't gone on my walk in, you know, a week. I would like, oh, well, why not? And we figure that out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you on that. I, there was two things that you st- said um, early on in this that, that really stood out to me. I, I think one of the ways that I know that I'm also not doing well is when people ask me this question. Hey, so so what do you, what are your hobbies? Like, what do you like to do? And yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know what my hobbies are anymore. You know, I used to. I used to have like to go out to the driving range. I didn't always go golfing, but I love to go to the driving range. I haven't been to the driving range in years. I've been so consumed with work and what I've been doing that I haven't been to the driving range in years. And when someone asked me that question of what do you enjoy doing? I I have forgotten that about myself and it, and it depresses me actually. Yeah. And so, and like, I think that's a big one is like the hobbies, the things that bring you life and bring you joy. And again, this is a personal one. Like you have to ask your like, Hey, if someone was looking at me, how do they know I was doing well? And what were, what are the signs or things that I'm not going well? Like when I used to be a teacher and my, my thing is I have, to, I have to do something physical every morning. Like whether it's going for a walk or getting a big workout in, like I have to do something physical uh, as soon as I wake up in the morning. And when I was a teacher, my students would know when that didn't happen. Yeah, They would be like, you didn't work out today, did you? Or you missed your walk today. And they would just know based on my tone or my mood or my short. And it was like, oh, that's a flag that says like, I'm doing well or not doing well. Like that was a thing that I learned that I needed to do every day is early in the morning, do some sort of physical activity. Yeah. Well, and I would agree with you on that. And, and I think, um, let, let's talk about this for a quick minute. Um, you and I had this conversation offline. We, again, Corey and I are good friends and we talk almost every day. Um, you know, we'll text or call each other. And uh, you and I were talking about us being, needing to be a little selfish too now. Like we, Corey and I are both big family people. Um, you know, I would describe uh, Corey as someone who cares deeply and passionately about his family. Uh, he loves his family, uh, his whole family. And he, he would do anything for his family. Um, but then I think, and I feel like I in the same way And sometimes, and I look at myself, I think, okay, I do all this stuff for my family. What am I doing for me? What am I doing to make sure I'm healthy? 
And again, if you're a family person, there's that, that, that conflict that you have in your mind, that war that you have in your mind. I can't do this for me because I have to do this for my family. And that's a great mindset to have. But we do need to be selfish with our time a little bit. Corey, talk to me a little bit about that, being selfish with our time so that like what you said, so that you can get your workout in or you can get your walk in or whatever it is that brings you that sense of relief. We have to, I think this is an old, like, I don't like cliches, but it's like, we got to fill our buckets too, yeah. right? Like uh, taking care of the family, taking care of work stuff, supervising people, you know, you empty yourself out a lot. And so you got to find the time to, you know, do something that recharges you, that resets the battery. Um, otherwise, you're not going to be as effective, right? Like you challenge me that says like, um, Corey, you, you said this, like, you got to be a little bit selfish and take that time. Otherwise, your son's not going to get the best of you. Yeah. Right. And I want him to get the best of me. And for him to get the best of me, I got to be at my best. And yeah. for me to be at my best, I got to do a couple of things. Right. And it's not a, uh, a, an exhaustive, crazy, super long list. It's a few things. And sometimes that means I have to communicate those things to the other people that impacts like my spouse. Right. Sometimes I have to sacrifice one activity over another right sometimes it means i miss seeing my kid for half an hour in the evening right which i don't like doing mm -hmm. but over the, the the next 18 to 20 years right with them like so those things you know i still want them to have the best of me and that means sometimes i gotta take the time to make sure my headspace is right yeah uh, it's the same thing for me. I mean, I, I need to make sure that I'm getting a, like a workout in or an exercise thing in. I get some alone time. Like, I mean, honestly, sometimes I go to bed a little bit early just to lay in my bed and do a few things for me. But and yeah. I feel I feel guilty about that. But I also yeah. I also know that I need that me time a little bit. Uh, so that I can you know, and just process the day and process what you want to do. And Yep. like have that think time. Yep. Um, so you and I talked about this, but uh, let, let's talk about this a little bit more now and flush it out a little bit. Okay. So if we know we have to be selfish and we have to take time for ourselves, what does that look like? You mentioned this thought of recharging. Okay. How do yeah. how, how does it look like in the course of some days, some months, some years? What does that look like for you? For me, like, and so the general thought is like, hey, every day you got to be doing one activity to build yourself up every week, you know, an activity every month. What's the one thing every year? What's the one thing? And like, as the time frame gets bigger, though, what is it gets bigger, right? Like every day I need to do something physical. I also I try and push it and say every day I got to do something creative, like whether that's drawing or just doodling or writing or reading. Um, I have to be doing something creative. And that's what, what I do on a daily basis. On a weekly basis, right, I'll try and um, see a friend or like go out to like a coffee shop, like spend time, quality time with like a friend, not my spouse, just someone that I know and I enjoy. Like on a monthly basis, like I want to have like my family time, my family adventure, like a bigger family adventure on a monthly basis, whether that's like going to a local farm or doing something like that for myself. Like on a monthly basis, I love just going and having like coffee shop time. Like go sit at a coffee shop by myself, journal, read. Like that's something for myself. 
And then on a yearly thing, I need to do like at least two days somewhere by myself. Like, and usually I sneak out, I sneak a day in just from like the work and my work travel. I'm able to do that for a day here or there. Like I used to go to a conference with you and some friends. And that was the big thing that would be like my reset that I would just do for, for me. And so we see that on like a yearly basis, it's bigger, like it's a vacation or it's a trip or, you know, something that's going to cost you a little bit more. Um, and so trying to find those things that helps kind of create some sort of balance and rhythm into life. Yeah, I think, I think that's great. I, I like how you break it down. You, you got it into the, the shorter term, the every day. What can you be doing something every day? And again, Corey likes to doodle. Corey's very creative. Um, I always remember in staff meetings, Corey, when Corey and I were in the same church, Corey would be doodling during staff meetings about the, like taking notes and doodling at the same time. And it was always cool. He is a very creative person. Maybe you're not creative like that. That's okay. Find out what it is for you. Discover what it is for you. I always enjoyed <clears throat> uh, jogging for a long time. I, I would go on quick runs, two-mile runs, almost three-mile runs, and that would be it for me. Uh, unfortunately, over COVID, I suffered some knee issues and whatnot, and I don't run anymore. At, well, I, I don't run as much anymore, but I walk a lot. And I use that time as an opportunity for God to speak to me and God to minister to me. I'll have headphones on sometimes. I'll be quiet sometimes. I'll listen to podcasts other times. I really use that as me time. And I take about 15 to 20 minutes a day to do that. You know, and so I think that the more that we can really focus on rediscovering who we are and learning more about who we are and what we do and what we what excites us is really going to help us recharge and, again, make us the best us that we can be for our friends and for our family. And I think that that makes us great. And, again, it causes us to have, you know, long-term success. It, the healthier we can be now, the better we're going to be down the road in, in everything that we do. Yeah, and I agree with that. And even not just in personalized, but, like, our work environments that we're in, right? I just listened to a podcast the other day, and I forgot what it was with. It might have been Carrie Newhoff, and he was talking about um, his guests talking about something idea called like white spaces, and like in your meeting calendars, that you know instead of having an hour meeting, have a forty-five to fifty-minute meeting, and that ten minutes in between the next two meetings is your recharge time. You're thinking, you're processing, you're taking your takeaways, and it's like those little things that we can do at work to help us, you know maintain a balance uh, and be, you know, optimizing our, our, our capabilities and, and all those different avenues. Yeah, I agree. And so I think that's great because I, I'm going to be honest, you hit on this earlier, but you talked about, you know, are you sleeping in, are you missing deadlines and whatnot? I, I will say another big moment for me, an aha moment for me to know that I was unhealthy was when I would get my alarm and I wake up at like 5.30 most mornings and I would hit my alarm and I would be, I would literally think, oh man, I got to get up now. Like I just didn't want to get up. And, and on Sunday mornings, me being a minister, on Sunday mornings, I'd wake up and I'd be like, it's Sunday. Like in a depressing type of thing, thinking, yeah. oh my gosh, I have to go in there. And it just is not healthy and the sooner that we can recognize that in us the better we're going to be and you're and the better you are to start processing it just like why do i feel this way what do i need to shift at work or in my environment or your mind space 
right? To like figure and navigate that out. I think a lot of stuff comes down to sleep. Like I was staying up late and waking up early and all of a sudden, like I'm getting up at like 4.30, 4.45 in the morning routinely. And I like it. Like I like it, but I'm going to bed at like nine o'clock at night, you know? Um, That's not the Corey Sullivan I know. (laughs) I know. Like the Corey Sullivan you knew would burn, would literally, it's not burning the candle from both ends. It's throwing the candle in the oven. (laughs) right and just letting the whole thing melt like i but i'm learning and i'm trying to grow but i like my quiet time in the morning my quiet cup of coffee i like my you know morning devotionals um and by the time i have to get my son up for the day like i've been up for two and a half hours already you know and i'm able to get some other stuff done that i need to and just have my quiet moment yeah I, i i love that i again a lot of times i wake up in the early morning to do that quiet time because that's the moment you have that quiet time and if you're if you're listening to this and you're a parent you know that again you got to get that quiet time whenever uh you can get it uh bottom line is that we do need to be taking care of ourselves and i, I think we need to be seeking the lord through this whole time in, entirely you know i love matthew six thirty three, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all the things will be given to you as well. You know, Jesus talked about how he's going to provide for us. He's going to take care of us. It, uh, wherever you're at in the spectrum right now, where you're overwhelmed, overworked, and going crazy right now, or you're beginning to have that sense of relief, or you have that sense of relief, um, you know, God's going to take care of you. If we seek the Lord and ask him to guide us and direct us, he's going to lead us through it. I, and, you know, that we just have to be able to take our pride aside and say, I need help. I, I need help. And, even, and maybe that means going to counseling. I mean, I've been to counseling numerous times and it's been great to really have someone to process. I think we saw the same counselor for a while. What's that? I went to counseling too. I think we saw the same counselor for a while. Yeah, we did. When you lived in Northern Virginia, yes, we did. So, but, but it, it's healthy. I mean, again, the counseling, there's so many stupid misconceptions about people who go to counseling or people who do this or that. The reality is if you don't have anybody to talk to, go see a counselor, someone who's going to listen to you and really guide you through it. Um, and, and I would say, even if you do have someone you can talk to, go yeah. see the counselor. They, like where a friend can give you advice, a counselor can go deeper with you. The, a counselor can say, this is where you are and this is where you want to go. These are the steps that you can take to get there, yeah. right? A friend can just empathize with us and maybe share some good advice or from their experience. Or some of those more professionals can say like, hey, let's let's dive in a little bit more to some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree uh, completely. Well, Corey, as we wrap up, any final thoughts, comments, questions? Yeah. I, I always just want to say like, what's one more thing? What's the one thing that you can do for yourself to make yourself be better, right? Like, is it just taking an inventory of like why you're frustrated or why, like what emotions you've been feeling lately? Right. And saying, I don't want to do that. I want to feel this way. So what changes do you need to make? Right. It's, it doesn't take a lot. It takes you getting quiet and just thinking through like, how are you doing lately? And, yeah. and deciding to like, Hey, maybe I need to make a change on what's one change that you can make. Right. Yeah. One step you can take and everything else is just momentum. Yeah. I agree completely. And that's why I had you on the podcast. So you can talk about this. I mean, you, you focus on mental health right now. I mean, in yeah. your, in your current job right now, you focus on mental health, so this is important. Uh, you've been seeing a lot with teenagers that you've been working with, and also adults. Uh, so this is an important thing that it's not it it won't get any different until we start making the changes and we start adapting yeah. and making some changes. Yeah. Well, Corey, 
as we wrap up, uh, what, where can people contact you? How, how can they get yeah. in touch? It would be at my website's www.rallyyouth.com. And then I'm always on uh, Instagram under big underscore Sully five, five uh, as well. And explain the Sully thing. My last name is Sullivan. Yeah. Okay. Go, I did you just say Corey Sullivan in the beginning? Like, what do you think it was? No, I just always like to refer to it as Monsters Inc., man. It's Monsters no. Inc. Sully, come on, Monsters Inc., that's such a great movie. It is. Someone asked, I was in a like a small group the other, other day, and someone asked, like, you know those icebreaker questions, or like, what character are you? I go, well, it makes sense that I'm Sully, like, I'm probably the same size as him. Uh, <laughs> I have a beard like him. <laughs> and uh we share the same name so there you go there you go that that is true that that's great that's great so well Corey, as always it's great having you on the podcast so thanks so much uh, for being with me today awesome man thanks for having me uh everyone have a great uh day or whatever's happening in your life today <laughs> awkward goodbyes awkward goodbyes. awkward goodbyes there you go all right here's did you catch what time of year we recorded this podcast or when we recorded the podcast if you did, definitely let me know at TA Pounders by Twitter handle, or you can email me or put it in the comment section. I would love to hear again if you know when this conversation took place. But more importantly, I want to know what you thought about this. What what are you doing right now to break your COVID bad habits? How are you restoring your mental health? Uh, definitely, again, hit me up on Twitter at TA Pounder. I would love to carry this conversation a l- little bit more because this is a work in progress. I'm working on it uh, every single day, trying to restore my mental health and break these bad habits that I developed. And I would love to see what you're doing to break those COVID bad habits in your life as well. All right, here. So thanks so much for being with me today. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, go and subscribe to it. It's on YouTube. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on the church.digital along with all the other podcasts and blogs that we have on there. Uh, definitely would love for you to subscribe to it and listen to it. We've got new podcast episodes coming out every single Thursday. So we'd love for you to be in tune with that. All right, here's where I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. And until next time, have a great one.